The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Why are acts like Beyonce, Pink and Coldplay skipping Irish dates on their tours? Well, it's a result of Ireland's insurance crisis with steep costs forcing the cancellation of arts and sports events. I'm joined on the line by Peter Bolt, who is Boland, who's director of the uh, Alliance Reform. Uh, good morning, Peter. Good morning, Pat. Uh, tell, tell me, uh, you know, when a big act drops an event from their tour schedule, I mean, can we know it's about insurance? I would have thought if Beyonce had insurance problems, they simply put €10 euro on the ticket and cover it. Well, it gets to the point where it's no longer commercial pass. And obviously, these tours are, are big business and they go where they can make a margin. And uh, Ireland has issues in terms of competitiveness. But it would appear that uh, the cost of insurance south of the border uh, is essentially the uh, uh, the icing on the cake when it comes to reasons not to come to Ireland now. And by way of sharp contrast, north of the border, there is no such issue. Uh, and acts who cannot afford insurance south of the border uh, tend to pay very modest amounts in Northern Ireland. So it's presumably the promoter who has to foot this bill rather than the artist. So the promoters are doing their sums. They want a certain profit, I suppose, from the gig. And if the insurance cost is too high, then their profit diminishes and they maybe find the whole operation marginal. Um, So... I don't know, what are the promoters saying? Okay, so essentially they're saying it's it's um, just too expensive uh, in terms of public liability insurance uh, to come to Ireland. And what's really worrying about it is that essentially uh, Ireland is a summer tourist destination. We have a terrific infrastructure uh, in, in terms of festivals, uh, artistic and cultural events, uh, sporting events, and a lot of voluntary and community work. If you think about the likes of Tidy Towns uh, and the enormous effort they put into uh, making Ireland a, a really positive place to visit, all of that infrastructure is uh, threatened by the current insurance crisis. And and it, this is unique to Ireland. It, it does not exist as a challenge anywhere else in Europe. And uh, so essentially... We've we've spotted this a long time ago and essentially said, and we've had this discussion before, that the fabric of Irish society is under threat uh, in terms of this crisis. So businesses will react as businesses need to. Uh, and Irish businesses are um, very resilient and very responsive, very dynamic. Um, the, the big issue that we have and the big concern we have right now is with the voluntary and community sector, where... It takes an enormous amount of effort to get a voluntary organisation up and running. And once that initiative is dissipated, it is very hard to get it back again. So Ireland runs on volunteering. And if we continue to undermine volunteering with the cost of insurance, uh, then that is going to have major implications societally over the next number of years. Now, the government has done certain things. It has, uh, for example, uh, changed the rules in terms of what people might be paid out as a result of particular injuries. The Book of Quantum recommended to the judiciary and so on. Um, More and more cases of fraud have been exposed and people are thrown out of court. So there should be some improvement in terms of the demands and the cases taken for uh, for public liability. I mean, when someone is saddled with the costs of the person against 
whom they're taking a fraudulent claim, um, that should be, it, it should be a discouragement to others uh, not to do the same. Absolutely. And in, you've got to give a lot of credit to government. They have done very substantial work in this area with active cooperation from the opposition, the judiciary, Garda Síochána, needless to say, policyholders have been very involved to the extent that Ireland is, is by any metric, one of the safest countries in Europe at this stage. But as you say, that is not reflected in the cost of premiums. And uh, by way of uh, comparison, to give you a sense of what's going on, on motor premiums, because of all of the reforms that you've mentioned, uh, we've seen premiums come down slightly in 2021 and 2022. We're actually seeing the opposite in liability. So in 21, uh, average liability renewal was up by 16%. Uh, in 22, it was up 14%. So essentially, all of the benefits of the reforms that government have put in place uh, are flowing to insurers. Uh, and the big difference between motor and liability is that there's not enough competition on liability. And this is where government come in again uh, in order to make sure that all of their work uh, avoids amounting to nothing eventually. They must make sure, first of all, that the incumbent insurers deliver on those reductions uh, and also to get additional competition into the market. These are absolutely critical elements in finishing off the job. Mm -hmm. So is there something else the government can do? I mean, the idea that people uh, take a case and get uh, an award... Uh, on the basis that maybe they just didn't mind where they were going or they went to an adventure park and had a fall. What else do you expect in an adventure park? That kind of thing. Even if you're spectating in an adventure park and someone comes down on their mountain bike and plows into you as a spectator. um, I mean, can we introduce something that forces people to waive their rights in situations like that where they themselves put themselves in harm's way? You're absolutely right, and this is the last piece in the jigsaw. So the duty of care, as it's known, uh, which is owed by a property owner or an event organiser to anyone visiting their premises or their event, uh, is being rebalanced at the moment. It has been punitive in terms of the the, the un- imbalance uh, against occupiers over the last number of decades. It is being rebalanced through legislation. We're expecting to see that. Uh, commenced uh, before the summer recess uh, and that will do precisely as you've outlined there um, in two ways. First of all, it'll it'll rebalance the onus uh, to the extent that someone who walks onto a premises or attends an event has to have a responsibility to look after their own safety and uh, that has not been recognised in the courts over the last number of years uh, and needs to be rebalanced. And the second element is it's introducing a a new concept to Irish law, which is the voluntary assumption of risk. So if you go to an adventure centre and you engage in uh, an adventure uh, in that centre, then clearly it comes with risks. And as an adult in particular, or as the guardian of a child, uh, you have to be aware of those risks. They're very obvious. Uh, And so there will be a onus on people using uh, the likes of adventure centres or sports Uh, facilities in future to be Mm. mindful of the fact that there is an assumption of risk and you're not entitled to... And and will that be law? ...come in harm's way. And that that will be law. Okay. And And then there'll be nowhere for the insurance industry to hide. 
No, but look, at I, I, there's, a, there's a narrative coming from government at the moment that we've got to wait for that legislation to be in place and then everything will be okay and premiums will fall. We've had enormous reforms over the last few years. The ones that you've listed in particular, uh, the, the reduction in the num- total number of personal injury claims, they're down 46% since 2016. So you would assume that we would be seeing massive reductions in insurance premiums and it's just not happening. And uh, so we're not satisfied with waiting around for this last piece in the jigsaw. Needless to say, that will yield reductions, but there have to be reductions on the back of all of the other work that's been done. Otherwise, essentially what we're seeing is a one-off transfer of wealth from Irish society to very large insurance multinationals. Yeah. At the moment, I suppose, if a burglar breaks into your house and slips on the stairs on, you know, the carpet that might be a bit ragged and injures themselves, they presumably look to get paid by your insurance for their injuries. Well, we've had a couple of cases along those lines over the years, uh, but the new amendments uh, to the legislation uh, also make it an awful lot more difficult for a trespasser uh, to sue a property owner. All right, Peter Boland, thank you very much uh, for joining us. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.